Wow. And we always come back to the B movie, don't we? Uh, mm. Have we ever left, really? I still yeah. haven't seen it. Neither have I. I've never seen it either. You don't need to. All you have to do <laughs> is go to YouTube. Oh, and watch. You look up uh, B the movie. B movie, but every time they say B, it speeds up. And then you've watched the whole movie. And it's like Hell yeah. 10 minutes. No, it's like a minute. Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah. <laughs> they say B a lot. It gets pretty quick, yeah. pretty fast. Because I think all of their last names are also B. Ah, oh. I think if I remember correctly, I mean, that very be, yeah. and then there's a Buzzy lot about bee. like being, yeah, something yeah, exactly. you're not, you know, like not just <laughs> a member being of the, alive, yeah, not just yeah. a member of the hive, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. And uh, I love using B movies for stories about individuality because it's like another way of life is so foreign to us that we're like, no, they have to be individuals too, even though that means they die. Mm. Right. That movie's propaganda for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, but like it. about saving bees and like the planet. Oh, and is it capitalism. really? Does it have a like? Oh, it has. A, it's also thing? a huge like capitalism undertone. Like it basically just that's what it's about. Oh, like they're all stuck working in the hive. You got all that in a minute. Well, no, I want to watch <laughs> movie the <whole> thing because <laughs> I'm a good gay. <laughs> I was thinking we could do a watch party and Hammy could guide us through it. Mm. Well, here's the other thing: is that like honeybees. Are not the only important bees. Does it talk about the other bees that are solitary bees? That's not really like their <laughs> MO. <laughs> also, no. it's not just, uh, just watch the fucking movie. Man. Okay. <laughs> I did see. And Hammy is done with me. <laughs> no, no. It's it's mostly about capitalism than it is about oh, okay. uh, the bees. They're a vehicle. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, like a metaphor? Vroom, yeah. Vroom. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. Bees. I love it. Well, speaking of bees, welcome to Queers on Dice, the queerest podcast this side of the Milky Way galaxy. Um, We are so queer, actually, that we actually did form a queer hive mind. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's kind of uncomfortable, and we disassociate our four personalities into individuals just to record this podcast. But as soon as it's done, it's back to the unisex. What? Uh, <laughs> what was I? Sorry, what was that? <laughs> we unis- One more time? You sure? What's going on? I, I wanted to say uniform, but like then I was like, but like queer, and then I said unisex, but like that's just a bathroom or like or a shirt, or a shirt. Or a shirt. <laughs> clothing item. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, it's for everyone, just like queers on dice. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Lisa, that <laughs> was great. Um, it really it really takes the colony to save that reference, I guess. That was good. We're yeah. doing it. We're, doing it. we're we're supporting one another. Um I just have to let y'all know I'm shook. My name is Aristotle, and we ended that last episode as a on a cliffhanger. We truly so did. I'm if I seem a little out of it, it's because I was just throttled against the wall, like my namesake. Oh. Villavenia, Aristotle. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> and with me, as always, are my intrepid space tour guides, uh, starting with... Hi, my name is Nick. Oh. And I am chose this new voice for myself right now. My name is uh, Nick, and I <laughs> am playing Flandel, the Plasmoid Barbarian. Do you need a Benadryl? <laughs> you got some allergies going on there. So stuffy. It's all that pollen from gathering. From being yeah, a bee. From being a bee. Mm. Yeah. Being a bee. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And oh, what's our what's our thing today? Um, oh, what is our thing today? If 
if you if your character was um, a bee, a bee. What? what type of bee would you be? Would you be? <laughs> How many bees do people know about in this? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just do this. Um, Flanda would be like a bumblebee, you know, like <laughs> kind of like running into shit and like out there just bumbling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Fuzzy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lisa Frankenstein, and I play Peek, the tiefling warlock, and I'm so happy to be here. That sounded sarcastic, to but it was honestly true. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say. Um, what time? I think uh, Peek would be the um, the the guards, the security that like watches over the all the little like you know how the like they protect the actual hive. Yeah, the yeah. hive. Like there's like the workers that stay in the hive. And oh, like do yeah, stuff, yeah. and then if like a wasp comes, they just attack it. Yeah, that would, yeah. I feel like that would be peak, but um, much like a bee, you know, peak would sting them and then die because peak, I roll terribly, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> glass glass cannon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, hambone. Sorry, I'm googling different types of redundancies. Ah! Oh, you could also just make it up. Yeah, but I want to. Oh my god, you're so cute. You want to be a bee? You know? <laughs> Is Jen not the queen? Um, no, I that's mean, like a lot of work uh, for not a lot of mm. like. I don't know. You just be there. <laughs> ah! Um, no, I would say a Colette is a widespread and common. Genus with approximately 90 speed. Okay, no, that was. Oh, was like okay. That's not a oh they're bee. moderately hairy, slender bees. Oh. <laughs> they have a very hairy heads and thorax. <laughs> this is like very. What's um, and, oh, they make bee? solitary nests on the ground. Oh. Hmm. Oh. They are the important kinds of bees. The, yeah. The little local pollinators. Oh, and they line their brood cells with a completely waterproof cellophane-like material. Huh. Wow. I don't know. They just seem like badass and they're on the ground. They're like a bee on the ground. You know what I mean? In the trenches. I can see you like just in the dirt, like singing cellophane to yourself. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't say who I am because I was so into my bee research. I'm Major Hammy and I play Jen of Awe and I love Google. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah. Sorry, we're... Sponsor us Yeah sponsor us please <laughs> Just reaching for anything yeah. No wait we don't want that We don't No yeah I don't... But also is there something to be said about Gays taking corporate money and using it for their own... I don't know this yes, is a larger give, conversation Give us yeah. your money <laughs> we, uh... If you would like to support us You can support us on patreon.com Oh yeah we got it in <laughs> there <laughs> But if you are a giant corporation, give us your money. <laughs> and don't tell anybody about it. Yeah. Uh, really don't. Um, Keep it off the books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eris, <laughs> you were a bee. Oh. Do you bee? Um, I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. Uh, yeah. I was like thinking about it and honestly just, I guess, first guess, best guess. I would be a, like one of those killer hornets. Jesus. That's not a bee. Right. I Whoa. know. I, would, I wouldn't be a bee. Wow. But I make like wow. a beautiful nest and then I get really mad if someone messes with it. Mm. Bold choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that not I thought all honeybees were stingless bees? They're not. There are only there are stingless honeybees. But then oh. there are also honeybees that sting. Yeah. Oh, I thought most bees stung. Yeah. 
and that the few that were stingless were rare and far between. Yeah. Also, I grew up at a time where like Africanized killer bees in Vegas was like a thing. And so. Oh, yeah. I remember when that was a huge thing. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there are a large group of bees with like 550 described species. Stingless ones. <laughs> Um, today's episode will Sorry. actually just be <laughs> I about I got really bees. into this. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I know that you out. listened for a D&D podcast, but got you, bitch. We have yeah, to you. It's actually just a bee podcast. <laughs> we can cut. Oh, it's a, it's a B&B podcast. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah, I don't get it. Is it an Airbnb? It's like it's oh. a D&D. It's B&B. Bees and bees. <laughs> I'm so Sorry. Last time on Queers on Dice, the tour guys escaped shadow space and managed to not wake daddy um, in a... I forgot when I'm reading copy, I should pause for um, audience (laughs) response. (laughs) In a moment of reprieve, the team connected and began to play a little matchmaker with Torin and Jill. As a follow-up to research, Jill managed to hobble together a scroll of scrying to track down Gandar. Gandar failed his save, and the team was able to gain a little bit of information about what Gandar is looking for and thinking about. But then his attention turned to the interlopers. And um, in a moment of a blast of red light, the spell recoiled and Jill failed her saving throw and was throttled against the wall, um, collapsing into a crumple of a dragonborn. And we start there in the moment. Are you doing more research on me? No, no. I'm actually looking at <laughs> oh, okay. my Cure Wounds spell. Oh. Cammy's like, yeah, why? Yeah, why? What, what are you going to do about it? Uh, nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> serious. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say you want more B-facts. <laughs> no, I'm um, trying to prep. Um, and so we start right there. It's right in the moment. Jill just crumpled down. The ball is in y'all's court. I check her to see if she needs... Like, is she dead? Is she... Uh, she is not dead. Is she, like... Uh, what? I guess the word I'm looking... like Unconscious? Yeah, is she unconscious? Or, like, does she... Because I have spared the dying. Like, does she need me to do that? Or is she okay? You could just do it because it's a cantrip, right? Yeah. It doesn't hurt people. Yeah. It hurts everyone. Um, so I... I go up Great. to her and I touch her you to stabilize, stabilize her. her. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Um, so she's definitely stable. She's not awake. We don't know if she was making death saving throws yeah. or not yet. The red light is gone, right? The red light is gone. Yeah. It's back to normal Azor lighting of like this kind of like <sighs> soft task lighting. Yeah. I have... I- uh- uh, no, you go. You've been trying to go this whole time. Go, Hammy. Oh, sorry, Hammy. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, Jen runs up and goes, Jen, Jill, bitch, wake up. And she like slaps her across the face like three times. And she goes, bitch, uh, you look gorgeous. <gasps> you look fucking gorgeous. Wake the fuck up. Beautiful. Um, with that, um, <laughs> Jill's eyes do not open. And yet her mouth opens up. And from there, you hear a voice. And it's Gandar's voice. <gasps> um and it just goes, you should have been more careful. I hear you're looking for a certain powerful artifact. If you bring it to me, then I will spare your friend. Fucking A. 
Oh, Lord. You must bring it to me from Andul's wild space. And then the mouth closes, and then um, Jill starts to kind of come to. Ouch! Oh, oh God, what happened? Are you okay? How do you feel? Well, not great. Um, yeah. I want to cast a quick glance over at Torin. What was he doing during all of this? <laughs> what does he look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I mean, his eyes are wide and he's kind of just like, what's, I mean, that happened so fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I think you all having been adventuring for a bit and him being in relaxation research mode, you all jumped much faster than him in order to intercept with Jill. And he, he kind of rushes up and is like, is it, is it you or is it that asshole? And she's like, of course it's me. That is very rude. I think he's he's just awful. And then I just remember he looked at me and then everything went red. And I just I saw, ugh, ugh. it was like I was back on that ship again. It was like when everything was starting to turn. And then uh, I remember getting slapped. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm here. I, I know it was you that slapped me, Jen, but that's fine. I was literally trying to make sure you were okay and I complimented you. Did you hear my compliment? Can I hear it again? Uh-oh, I don't know. Oh. She didn't hear it. Wow. What a bummer. Once in well, a you're fine now, so there's no need. It was purely a tactic. Oh. Jill, we think that maybe Gandar, or at least a piece of him, might be inside of you. He said that your life is forfeit unless we bring him this object. Oh, Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, let's see. How can we figure out what's happening to me? Jill, do you have like dispel magic or anything? Oh, uh, I do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sure? I have to think about that one. <laughs> I did have to think about that one. Yeah. Oh, I do have dispel magic. Oh. Could you? Well, it seems like this is a pretty quick fix then. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, I mean, that's weird that he, are you sure he didn't do something to you before you left, like escaped on that little ship with Torin? Because there's obviously some kind of like, he has some kind of connection with you where if he can just kill you from a distance. Well, so you are a special peak because you have detect magic at will, right? Yes. So you could just do that. Okay. And get answers. Do it. <laughs> okay, great. I, I just didn't want to be rude and like, yeah. and just be like yeah especially Um, because it like could I didn't know if it was like in her body or anything and I also don't want yeah yeah (laughs) you don't want to touch her just say I I don't want to touch her and also there's information that maybe I don't want to (laughs) know oh yeah okay well you don't have to I mean if that's I just wanted to remind you that you have both that and you also have the ability to see someone's soul so oh casual I do yeah. To see their soul? Detect emotions. Um, that includes their soul? When you go oh, when deeper. You go deeper. Oh. Right? Because it's like detect thoughts, you get the surface level stuff. And then when you go deeper, you see what's like core to their emotions at this moment. Oh. Jesus. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so I explained that to John. Like, so I have this thing. Um, I could try I could try and see if you don't mind. I can try and figure out what's if he's got something on you or oh. in you. Well, as someone with a perfect soul, I'm sure it will just be beautiful. So yeah, go ahead. Well go if Gandar's shop. involved, it might not be. Ooh. You. 
Um, we'll so find out. First, I, I detect magic on her. Great. She is glowing with an enchantment spell on her now. I guess you haven't really been looking at her, so you don't know if it's really been there for long or not, but it, it it's powerful and it seems like it might be fresh. Okay. I will also just let you know that because it's powerful, you know that it's not as simple as a dispel magic type thing. Okay. Like, this is a curse. Oh. Oh, shh. Okay. Um, so if I do the detect emotions and all that and go deeper, I can try and figure out what kind of curse it is and maybe mm -hmm. how to... Okay. I, I do that. Great. So you gave her sufficient warning. So you you detect emotions via your anchor of Hadar. You just get this feeling of her surface level emotions. It's Jill. Like <laughs> she is just like here. She's a little confident. She's maybe she's a little bit embarrassed because she did a lot of work in order to hobble together a spell scroll. And, and got thrown against a wall. And then got thrown against a wall, yeah. So, she, yeah, she's a little little hurt. But because she knows what you're doing, she can willingly fail the saving throw of going deeper. Um, and so she does. <gasps> and as you go deeper, you can kind of see the shape of her soul in this moment. And being a silver dragonborn, there is, you just see this beautiful sphere of ice and it looks like a dragon, like one of those long dragons that's just kind of like coiling in on itself and kind of just constantly undulating. But as you're watching it, you see that there's a section of it that is like bloated and red that is like decidedly almost like frozen blood that's just kind of like going through. So it's like there's this moving pulse inside of it. And so give me a arcana roll. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Um, that's a nine. Yeah, it is. That is the source and the core of the curse. You don't necessarily know the nature of it or what it kind of implies for her. Yeah. Um, you know enough about this to know that there is a um, higher level spell called remove curse that could heal her or maybe some cleric could do greater restoration. Technically, if you get powerful enough, you could learn remove curse. Yeah. That, that's her current state. Okay. So, yeah, I tell everyone what I saw. Like, it's kind of weird, but I don't know anything about curses or anything like that. With this information, Jill can make an arcana check, and Jill is pretty good at that. Oh, okay. So, Jill gets a 15. So, uh, she kind of describes, and she's like, I do suddenly, now that you mention it, have a strong urge to go to vent... And I have unclear orders, almost like subconscious ones, but I, I think that means that I'm under a gayus spell, which is... A gay-ass spell? Gay-ass spell. Huh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Work, bitch. Work. Yeah. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's actually fine. It's just a gay-ass spell. This is Queers on Dice, the Queers yeah. podcast. Yeah. Hack uh, hack hack boom. And actually, we we all get gay ass spells. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, a gay ass spell is very bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Homophobic. Wow. <laughs> and this one seems juiced. And so the core components of this is if she goes, does anything counter to her orders or to what what Gandar wants her to do, she will take five d ten psychic damage once per day. And this is a spell that lasts for 30 days. Whoa. 
Cool. Okay, great. Oh, great. Yeah. He's like, we need to do exactly what he says. Oh. Right? Yeah. Um, no. No. Necessarily. Okay. I wonder what it is he wants. Yeah. Um, well, ostensibly the boon that we're going to get from Vantress, right? Yeah. How does he know? Well, I think, no, I feels like I want to get a, a brain. He wants, he wants the a brain, brain of Endul. Yeah. But that's from the Mind Flayers. Oh. He might not know where it is. Oh. <laughs> so he thinks it's in Endul's wild. Oh, <laughs> well, that's helpful. That is helpful. Okay, um, bit. Um, what were you, sorry. I was just going to say, <laughs> before anything else happens, because I don't really trust whatever the fuck just happened to you, I'm going to like do a little spelly spell on you because I'm also powerful. You are also powerful. I'm going to do Cure Wounds. Oh, cute. I roll it? Yes. So you roll a D8, which is the um, two two pyramids uh, with their butts touching. With their butts touching. Uh, are that, these butts not touching? <laughs> <laughs> are these butts not touching? Are these butts? <laughs> are these butts to touch? Six. That little bit makes it much less likely that if she gets hit with the gas spell, <laughs> she'll not die. Right. You're welcome, bitch. Thank you. Personally, I think that we can't talk around you anymore because I don't know if he can hear us through you. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I fully agree. Yeah. Wow. But, oh. well, I mean, I don't fully know the nature of it. I needed someone else to actually dive into my soul, which that's a fun power. Yeah. Really. Honestly, I'm kind of curious what mine looks like. If you ever just bored, let me know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, that seems kind of interesting. I'd like to see what... What your gooey little soul looks like? gooey soul looks like. <laughs> oh, I bet it's so cute. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but back yeah. to the... Back to what's at hand. Well, uh, yes. Jill is being agreeable. It's weird, but... We're just gonna Go ride with forward. it. Well, here's the thing: is like something happened. I have a gap in my memory. Sure, like there's lots of possibilities. However, what I will say is, if I do not follow the, through on these orders when I have the chance, which means going to that space, if I stay on this ship, I will die. Even if you're in that space, if I am not actively moving towards those commands, and so right now I think I'm okay because I'm kind of trying to convince you to let me go to that wild space. But I also know that I'm kind of working within the boundaries of like his unknowing. So it's like not trying to angle for the mind player space. Don't want to go there. Yeah, he could have possessed anyone and he, he if he would have possessed uh, Maximinus, this would have been such so much easier. It would have been incredibly easy. <laughs> Wait, this is Eris talking. You would kill Maximinus? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Here's the thing about him. What? He's not dispensable at all. This is the thing about him. He, he, like, we have to do so much upkeep that, to keep him alive, around, going. It's just like, yeah. frankly, yeah. he would have already probably croaked if yeah. we hadn't. Heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Heavy is the crown that lies upon the head of the king. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. It's, it's fine. Uh, I just have to say, I do love every single character in this story. So. Absolutely. We love Maximinus too. <laughs> no, yeah. We love to I meet mean, him. No, it's like key. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be an immediate kill because it would, if he dies, it's a giant liability when we go back. So we'd have to figure that out. That's right. So 
Yeah. Jen don't care about that. Daddy. <laughs> that that daddy or mommy that hired him would probably be upset. Mm-hmm. So how do we contain Jill yet still bring her with us? Ooh, we should put her in a box. Okay. Put that box in another box. Or or put Send that box in a box. Get, get Azor to make a straight jacket of some kind. Oh, that's a little aggressive, but I just, I I don't know. You're very powerful. And if Gandar is in charge of you, I don't want to die. Oh, um, uh, you, could we make it fashionable? Oh, actually, Azor is very good at that. Okay, I could be into this. It means that I, oh, oh I'm going to tell the truth, even though oh, I hope this doesn't hurt me. Fingers crossed. I can cast subtle spells, so I, I can, I don't need... My hands to cast spells that require hand motion. That's uncomfortable. I'm a special kind of sorcerer. Yeah. What if we just, um, what if we leave you, because I think you have to come with us to find to find this thing. Yeah, but maybe I just go on my own separate journey if that's what you want. Oh, girl. Ha ha. Well, that's not a bad idea. What? Considering um, he doesn't know where the brain is. But what if she gets all like wild and now we have to fight two of them? I think we should just put her in a box. <laughs> yeah, we put her in a box and put her on the planet. Oh. We won't leave you. Okay. That's that sounds good. Nice. Make a like a box that like how do we make sure you can't do anything? Uh Torin steps up is like, I'll um I'll watch her. We'll we'll go together. That's heroic. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Kinda hot. I <laughs> okay. What it is? I mean, it's the options are she dies alone in a strange land, or we try and be some type of contribution in Andal's wild space. Then I'll, we'll do that. So we just we just bring you to Andal's wild space. We're going there anyways, right? And we then you just I don't know. Every day you try and look for the brain, but we know. What yes. if? Yeah. Yes. Picking up what you are putting down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. What if we gave? No. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to put Jill in another room right now. Yes, that's hey, not so a bad I get idea. The box. Well, to be fair, I knew it wasn't there in the first place, right? I mean, shut up. Okay. God, we yeah. don't oh my god. Anything? Okay. Where well, are you? <laughs> it's girl. Seriously. All right. All I mean, right. Honestly, you just got thrown against the wall. Do you want it to happen again? You were. You were legitimately possessed. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, terrifying. I'm, I'm going to go when you're ready. I will just um, take, in a box. The, take the dinghy. You'll just and, be in a box. In a box with You'll Torin and Torin will box. escort me. Yep. In a box. Azor, a box with wheels, please. Can, can, uh, Azor, can there be lovely pillows and cushions? Yeah, and make, make it comfy at least. Maybe some really? books and okay. something fun to do. At least, and, and please make sure there's holes so she so she can breathe. Because mm. that would be embarrassing. Oh, funny. I don't actually need air to breathe, but that's fun. Oh, well then don't put any holes in it. Yeah, make it extra tight. Great. Uh, she said it. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oops. <laughs> oh, put it on wheels. Yeah. Did I already say that? Yep. Um, Azor comes up and is like, "Um, all right, this is possibly the weirdest request I've gotten, (laughs) but um, I've gotten a lot of weird ones. Okay, great. Um, Here we go. And the different planks of wood in the room, the metal alloy wood, instantly kind of like snap up and then they start to form like a box kind of like around Jill. And she's like, oh, now, okay, I guess we didn't specify timing. Uh, Yes, now. It just like goes over her and then just like, (laughs) 
and goes down into the ground. Oh, oh, my God. oh, oh. He's like, you, PTSD. you wanted her in cargo, right? Yeah, yeah, oh! yeah uh, um, that's where you, that's, okay, that's where you took her. I was worried that she was incinerated. Oh, I don't have an incinerator on board. Yet. Oh. You don't? Then how did we get, uh, I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know. Nope. I don't want to know. Don't. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Uh, Torin, she's in cargo. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, okay. That was scary. Uh, Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I will be in my room. And when we land, I will get the box and take the box to a planet. Okay. In the wild space. Are we really sure we should leave her in the box? Or the- okay, fine. I mean, I think she'll be fine. Which I just don't. Uh, you hear over like the Azor intercom. I'm just fine. Thank you. I'm just oh, got no, my. Oh, no, she's power of the intercom. Yeah. I've got my cereals. I'll be okay. Thank you for letting me send this message, Azor. Don't worry about me. I know that I'm a liability. But hopefully you make some use of the information I gained. All right, ta-ta. I say ta-ta. Ah. Right. That's right, you do. What, uh, I, okay. I make multiple characters that say ta-ta. <laughs> I think yeah, but this is the you. only one that because gets of you. my skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same inflection, you know, ugh, mm. whatever. So we, she's in a box. She's down in cargo. Torrin's going to go down there in cargo when... Uh, we get to the planet, yeah? yeah. Thumbs up from Torin. Maybe we should talk about what we saw in the 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 vision, the scry spell. He mentioned gore again. That was weird. Um, should I check Torin? Oh yes. Torin, oh. do you mind if I check to see if you have the same thing? You mean that thing where your eyes get all funny? Yeah. Allergies? No, like, so you know how Jen... Oh, the evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Go, yeah. yeah, yeah, dig in. It's fine. I okay, don't, cool. I, I don't have anything in there. So I, I do... Wonderful. So Thorin is a stocky orc, right? And as you dive in, yeah, you, you actually just see the shape of Freck, the orc planet. And it's it's clear that he's... He's someone that identifies very strongly with where he comes from. And it looks, uh, you don't see anything pulsing. You don't see anything red. Do you want to give me a perception check? Sure. It's a 17. It's good. 17 is great. With a 17, you see a a tiny moon that's begun to rotate it that looks kind of like Valkyr. Oh my God. Like Valkyr? What does that mean? Valkyr is the dragonborn planet. Ah, who's that lady? Who's that lady? So I come, I come out, and I go, "Um, you, you're fine. Gandor hasn't done anything to you. Sick. Uh, you got a crush there? No, we're literally in a war with a extra planar being. I don't. That's the perfect time for love. Uh. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of conflict gets really the juices flowing and then everything's just on the surface. All the inhibitions fly away. Oh. At least it's like that in the novels that I've read. (laughs) (laughs) You all are really chipper for having seen someone like almost die in front of you. We've seen a lot over the past, however long we've been in this fucking crazy ass. Yeah, yeah. I have actually downing. seen things that I would have never have like, even guessed. Yeah. Okay. Also, she well, wasn't about to die. She was fine. Well, Peek, no, I don't have a crush on you. 
Not me. Ew. What? Ew. Get out. Gross. I'm talking about the Jill. I'm talking about Jill. Oh. Dumb, dumb. God, you are so dense. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Like, oh, no, I am not flirting with you. compliment. Oh, my God. No. No. I I don't know why you're asking then. It's just like. Because I literally saw it. Ooh. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Uh, Give me an insight check. Okay. Fight, fight, fight. fight. With advantage. With advantage? For peak, for peak advantage. Because she did just see his soul. Uh, That's a dirty 20. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't need to do shit. Um, (laughs) He is incredibly dense and is not doing any level of soul searching whatsoever. Right. Mm. And so you're saying this is actually causing him to turtle up more. And he's like, no, I, it's crazy. She's like a sister. That's impossible. Okay. I mean, you two literally just met like not that long ago. So to I mean, we were sisters. we were next to each other for like a month. A month. And she's already a sister? In life oh. or death. Okay. Well, wow. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go. Okay, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Don't be he afraid leaves. to ask for the box to come up to your room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just to like talk. She's in a box. what the fuck, you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> what a God. So he's gone, right? <laughs> give us the love, Eris. Okay. I'll give, give you the, the love. love. Jesus Christ. So he's he's gone, right? He's gone. Yeah. God, what a dumb dumb. I literally saw in there that he's like start getting feelings for Joe. And he's What? Oh my god. Such a dumb dumb. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. You did flandle. It's really cute. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, you know Torin, right? Yeah. I mean ish. Um, <laughs> where? Did you spend time on threat? <laughs> Uh, sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm such a good tour guide because I've been to so many places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That tracks. Anyway, what are we... <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I forgot. Oh, oh, oh. Azor is um the she-captain deck ready. <gasps> I totally forgot about this. We have to have a big reveal. Yeah. I thought you'd never ask. Oh, my God. <gasps> Should we have a pizza party? Oh, my God. It's like a yes, yes, yeah. on our way, on our journey. It's like a family road trip. How mm. fun. Yeah. I will create a pizza trail <gasps> leading to. Why? Because <laughs> it's fun, Peak. I'm not going to eat it off the floor. I'm just I will. Okay. Beam, beam will. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, oh, the cheese on that's really going to affect him. <laughs> oh, it might be no. to our advantage, actually, honestly. <laughs> um, and so a little little shelves start to appear coming from the out. Like there's like a slot that where there was no slot and like a pizza slice of pizza comes out. Um, steaming. Steaming. Melty. And melty. And there's just a row of it leading from the hallway into stairs <laughs> for you all to follow. As you walk, the others behind it kind of go back in if you take the slices off the walls, wall shelves or don't. So it's almost like there's like a, a wave, like doing the wave in a stadium. Oh, there of just I like pizza slices that come in and out. Jen pulls out a little plastic baggie and starts putting some of the pieces in it for later. Yeah, well, it's a go baggie. Yeah. Um, wonderful. And so it leads you on this path. It kind of goes up the stairs a little bit. And you can tell that the she captain's deck is actually just directly above <laughs> the captain's deck. <laughs> and oh, we'll just smash cut to when Azor was making it. Maximinus was kind of like turned away. And so he would just slurp different like important pieces of it <laughs> up into the ceiling. And Maximinus would look and be like, turn around and kind of 
then just go back and not really notice anything's changed. <laughs> mm. And so now she captain's lair is uh, ooh lair yes. lair of the she captain. It's actually structured in a way that it takes opulence but marries it with caverns, and so it's got like hanging crystal stalag. Mites and stalactites, so they're like very well structured, but they're very clearly like making these little like cavern-like appearances. So there's a little bit of organic mixed in with the opulence, mm. and then of course the beanbag chair that is the spelljammer helm. It's the real one, not the fake one. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see a full glass display deck that kind of like looks out into the astral sea, and so you see that the beautiful pinkish purple light is filtering in as you can look over the undulating mists of the astral sea ready to go to the next next place next wild space um real talk real quick yeah when we go to this next planet and jen and torin are going to get off on it should we leave them jill and torin jill and torin sorry i mean i'm technically going to go on to the planet too so i just we wouldn't leave you i know yeah i wouldn't let you bam 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 but should we should we just i mean i thought that was like the communicated plan yeah of leaving them right yeah i think we leave them they ostensibly try to find the the brain yes but the brain's not there Right. right they can't find it right so i mean technically she's doing what he wants right the one thing is though we have to we have to try and find... Uh, how do we get her out of this? I don't know. We have to find someone who can do cure or... Uh, remove curse. Remove curse. Oh, what about your uh, wizard key? That leads to a a, a, a a vault. I don't know if it... Oh, the wizard... I mean, not... po- it's a possibility that maybe there's a remove curse scroll, but there's no guarantee. Got it. It could it. just be filled. I mean, wizards are weird. Who knows what's in that thing? Good it's point. True. It yeah. could just be a bunch of like frog skins. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I once dated somebody. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sidetrack. Frog or a wizard? Wizard frog? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit. Wow. That thistle whistle was really up your alley. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying, you don't know me like that. You got a type. Anyways. Hell yeah. Okay, shall we? Depart. Um, yeah, let's let's go. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to give the brain to Candor. We can't. No, do it. the fuck. No. So how? Oh, we, will, we should come up with like a plan. Yeah, like we will literally. If we bring the brain to Iona, we will literally have a god on our side. How do we find Iona? She finds us. Oh shit. Yeah, we might be able to go back to her because we've been there before. I imagine like the stuff that she gave us to help us find our way will lead us back to her. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, give me a perception check. All of us? Just uh, flandle. Okay. It's, oh. it's a 19 plus 3, 4, 23. What? <laughs> um, as you start to say that, your palm starts to kind of like glow. And thinking about getting Iona is actually starting to bring her. And so you, you're perceptive enough to not actually summon her. But oh. you, you're realizing that like, this palm not only gives you access to Andul's wild space, but um, it is a calling card of sorts. Okay, yeah, great. I feel, I feel like I could summon her whenever we need her. Oh, 
oh, amazing. That's very efficient. Yeah, that's what the feeling. I just didn't want us to be like, you know, around with the brain and like, I own it, I own it. Like how awkward. Right. Yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. And then really, could just come. And, and then all of a like, sudden oh, we're like hooked, you know, like that's me. just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Maybe, maybe Iona can remove the curse. <gasps> oh, that's a good question. Well, uh, yeah. Do you want me to check in? No. We- I don't want to go in that place again. Okay. We can, we can wait. We can wait? We're going to wait. Okay. Let's like do two things at once, maybe. Let's like do the, once we get the brain, let's do the brain thing and then also ask about the curse. So we just have one trip for Peak's sake. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, also, if she can't do it, then I don't want to bring Jill into there if it's what's his name. Oh. And then he takes the brain anyways and then Good. destroys her. Not and the fucking point. Yeah. She needs to stay on that planet and then. Okay. Yeah. Also, how embarrassing. Like, we can't go up to somebody and ask for a favor when we're already, like, they're doing us a favor and we're, like, on a mission to ha- get the favor. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. The it's others... Out of taste. It's bad. It's, it looks bad. It looks bad. It looks like we can't handle our... A shit. Yeah. I feel like we're employees of <laughs> Andal. And I don't... I I don't know if I can say that. Okay. Oh, well, oh yeah, you can't. You're no. already employed. I'm already employed. And yeah. Two jobs would my brain would explode. Yeah. I'm an independent <laughs> contractor, so sure there's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of NDAs you'd be breaking. Um Yeah. The uh the she captain's deck kind of alights and the crystal stalactites have like a, a pulse that moves through them and Azor manifests a hologram inside of them. And you see a, just like a, a little bullywog boy that has Azor's voice. Um, so a bullywog is like a little frog person. Oh. And he just goes, what do you think? Oh my gosh. Off the deck are you? Oh, I added, the, I've, I've been trying to think about other ways to spruce up my presence and things. And I figured this was a good chance. I was given a little bit more freedom to kind of do what I I'm really glad that you took that form instead of the giant face that's in the Power Rangers. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> my immediate thought of what you're going to do. <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> what an interesting brain jump. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I love it. ADHD. <laughs> I just would have never. That's so. You're right, though. Yeah. It's that vibe. As soon as you said, like, crystals kind of thing, I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Rangers. Yeah. Rita Repulsa has. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Azor, you have outdone yourself. I like was going to cry when we got in here because of how gorgeous it was. But then we started talking about business and I had to like snap out of it. But initially the emotion was like almost there. So the hologram starts to like kind of like shake a little bit and then like you don't see it move between, but it's in like a new frame and it's like got one arm up and it looks like it's jumping. And he goes, that's great. I feel like I did a great job. And it's just frozen like that and he's still talking. Oh, that's good. So he's he's like, I'm kind of still working the kinks out a little bit, but it's fun. You're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah. The pizza was great too. And you can kind of see like 10 or so slices. <laughs> in flannel. Just slurped in while you're, oh my God. Yes. Great. Um, so shall we go to Andul? Let's rock it. <laughs> Wonderful. So the orrery appears. Jen, can you give me a perception check? Wow. 
Thank God I have great perception because I got a one, but seven. <laughs> so what's really funny about rolling a one is that that's a natural one. Oh, so it doesn't matter. Automatic yeah. failure. Yeah. Oh, hot. Love that for me. <laughs> okay, so I failed. You're just um, nothing. You're taken by the little frog boat. <laughs> yeah, you're you're still like kind of charmed, so you can kind of keep getting distracted as like the form is glitching into other things, and it's trying <laughs> it's trying to do a chicken dance, and he's just like, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. So the the orrery looks approximately the same as it's always looked, and uh, you know exactly where Andul's wild space is. Great. Can I do a perception since I have my eye of Ion? You. Know that because um, whenever you you both are doing this, you kind of triangulate where the glowing spots are. Mm-hmm. You, it's still the same two um, okay. that were left. And there's a couple of new ones that have popped up that are faintly glowing. So if you wanted to do a side boon at some point in the future, more are starting to appear for one reason or another. And who knows why huh. boons come in and out of existence. But mm. yeah, that's life. But you you know where Andul's wild space is. Can I perceive again? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, they try. That is a classic D and D thing where it's that uh, very famously doors in old school D and D present a lot of problems because it was just like you you try and lock pick it and then if you fail, a lot of times and I even did this. It's like, well, can I try and unlock it again? It's like no. <laughs> then you just can't go through the door. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's annoying. Yeah, some of the old school adventures can be really, really rough. And I love that doors are what? Right. This whole magical realm of yeah. imagination right. and anything you want. Bells. A door. Yeah. It's like, but I would I would try again. Like, <laughs> right. I wouldn't just try to lockpick it, fail, and go, oh. Well, that's it. <laughs> well, I guess we're, we're going home. <laughs> Wonderful. And so you make your way to Vantress and... Uh, Start sailing the sea and you can feel yourselves picking up speed and kind of before you know it, since you know exactly where you're going, it's powered by thought. Everything is moving in that direction. You come upon Andul's wild space and as you're sailing up, you see this beautiful blue, it looks like a shining prism almost of different facets that keep kind of like shifting on itself. Like like a D20 that keeps rotating um, into different positions. Mm. And as it keeps doing that, you kind of, it looks almost glassy in that there's like a beautiful blue core in the center. And you get the feeling that that's what keeps things out of it, is that, that glassy facet. And I won't even make you do a perception check because you're literally made for this with your palm flandel. Uh, you see that there yes. is a... <laughs> <laughs> There is one specific facet that does have a hand on it. And as it continues to rotate and flex, do you raise your hand like that? Yeah, yeah. So normally he just has like little stubs for hands, but he extends it and it becomes this sort of like big hand, like human shaped hand. And then the palm sort of like slurps its way onto that and he presses up against it. As you do that just in the air and the facets are so far away and yet it's like you all, you make contact in this kind of uh-huh. mental space, the facets start, start to slow and the one facet that has a palm on it moves, faces you, and then writes itself in the same orientation as your palm is. And as that happens, the crystalline like fractures kind of 
open up into a chute that you can travel into um, to get to the core. So it's almost like made a landing tube for you mm. to go to enter into that space. Full speed ahead. Do we take the ship? Yeah. Can we? Like, is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, you you have the same choices as you do for spaces where time is different in these different wild spaces. So you can choose to see what happens if you leave Azor out here and then only take the Jelly Roger inside. You no longer have the Sky Reaver. So you you could technically try and put together a vessel to make a use the Nautiloid Spelljammer helm. Just laying out the options. Mm -hmm. I think we should just take the whole thing. Yeah. Let's take the whole thing in with us. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially with Gandar roaming about too. I just feel a little... Yeah. yeah. Not leaving anything vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. We take it all in. Wonderful. So you all go in and, and this time there's this blue light. It actually kind of feels like a refreshing mist. And as you are going inside, it's just kind of washing over you. And it, it feels like... A beautiful fall morning with just like refreshingly crisp air Stunning. following around you, you know. Brisk. You turn around and Peek has like a large sweater with some boots and leggings and a beanie and because, oh my God, I love pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but it starts to get colder. And as you go in, you definitely, there. there's temperature control of Azor, but... That drop in temperature means that the actual space of Ventress, as you know it, has dropped significantly. And as you're looking in there, you don't see a sun. Oh. There are four planets. They look like they're in a pattern of around a central kind of like blue miasma. Anyone that wants can give me a either nature check or an arcana check. Okay. Okay. And then tell me which one you do. Wow. Can I do it with advantage because I have my eye? Or does that not matter in this situation? That doesn't matter. Uh, it's only for detecting boons. But if you want to make an argument for like detect magic, I would accept that. Or I mean, um, because I can detect boons with my eye. That's what I'm... I know. I know that doesn't oh, okay. This is unboon related. I got a 14. Or for nature. For nature. Yeah, I got a 9 on Arcana. I have no idea. Okay. I'll do 17 on Arcana. You got 17 on Arcana. Or sorry, 18 because... <laughs> work. Uh, okay, so the 14 on nature. 14 is good enough to know that this world or this, this wild space shouldn't have any type of a rotation like that anymore because that you've gone to enough planets and things like that and you've seen enough systems where that doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense. That it should be orbiting around a just Huge. blue miasma. There should yeah. be a sun or something that's really massive, mm -hmm. keeping everything like anchored. And then with an 18 in Arcana, Jen, you know that of course there isn't a sun because the god died. So you're you're in a wild space that is on borrowed time. This wasn't meant to function without the core of itself dying. So it's you're not really sure what you're going to find in here. And luckily, you do have some direction peak because of the eye of Iona. You can actually see there's one planet that is kind of glowing and it looks healthy. It looks like it has water and it looks like it has something going on with it. There are three other planets that look like husks. They look like just kind of like scarred rock 
no atmosphere. And they're, they're, they're large, but just these rocky, inhospitable planets. <clears throat> so I point at the, the one that's like nice and I go, that one's glowing blue. We should, we should go towards that one. The thing that we're looking for is on that one. Great. Let's do it. Full steam ahead. Come on, direction from Flandel. I'm trying it out. Support. I I'm love it. Just giving it a shot. You sound great. Thanks. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as you all dig in and dive uh, into this strange new wild space, you land into the planet and you see that the it's a planet without oceans, actually. Like every all the bodies of water look like they're just like a continuous stream drawn between fertile lands oh. constantly. Like almost as if it's just making channels. And as you get closer to one of the cities, and it's not like a metropolis or anything like that. It just looks like kind of a lovely, maybe circa what we would know as like earth medieval period type of kind of like masonry work and things like that. Then you start to see bridges that go over the channels and these, it seems like bridge work is a very fancy thing that they do here. They like to make different types of bridges and they, they seem to be very good at it kind of by requirement as they are, there are a lot of um, islands technically that are separated by these rivers and the water rushes fast in certain parts, slow in other parts, but it seems like the water's always moving. So, yeah, rivers. I, I follow, sorry, likely. Um, yeah. Chasing water. No waterfalls. Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, wonderful. And so you are landing here, and as you enter into this kind of castle but it doesn't look like those um surf castles where there's like a wall and then people that are trying to do it it's just like a castle and then a village and it just seems like they coexist okay is it cold still not as cold as it was in the wild space mm -hmm. it's brisk again you've got that like brisk fall feeling okay i got out a puffy green jacket with lots of extra pockets and a scarf and I head out. Jill puts on a big old fur. Hell yeah. It's blue. Oh, I love that. Mm. I don't know. We don't know these people. Yeah. They oh, probably like blue. Yeah. Right. Should we offload Jill too? Yeah. Uh, Azor, why don't you, um, why don't, why don't we get the boon first? And I think, get, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah one out. step at a time. And then we can maybe curry favor with the locals and find a place to just put her. her Away from everyone. Um, you hear a voice come through on the intercom, and uh, Jill's like, "Oh, I um, I feel like we've landed, so uh, I need to get out, <laughs> please. Uh, we'll go on our way and go searching, but I, I, I have to move now. Okay, um, otherwise you'll die. Uh, otherwise I'll experience some recoil, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Azor, spit her out. <laughs> <laughs> Floats into space. Ah. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> you've you've landed in this kind of like verdant area, and a little little you hear like a thunk. You are all still on the deck of the ship. Yeah, mm -hmm. should have put her on a one of those husk planets. Oh my! <laughs> oh my god. god! That's terrible. I'm just <laughs> trying to make Kandar like get off the trail. That's all. Torin kind of goes out and and hearing that and is like, all right, we'll we'll be fine. We're gonna go. We're going to see if there's maybe like a, I don't know, like a 
trinket shop or something. We can buy a souvenir. Okay. Yeah, try and find some find someone that can remove curses. Okay. Yeah. I'll look for some churches or something. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. How are we nice. going to connect up with you again? Mm. Ascending stone. Do we have ascending stone? Yeah, we still have that sending stone, don't we? The what? The sending stone, the the little conch <laughs> that Torin was sending messages oh, to us. I thought originally. that got like fucked up. I don't mm. I don't remember. I thought no one's used it since. Yeah. Oh, I think it's with Gandar. I think That's well, what Gandar I, has one. Yeah. yeah Torin was talking on it though. Torin was sending messages. But was that before I thought he that was gay? like early Torin. or early in yeah. activity? Do you have that uh conchi conchi? I yeah, I got one of them. Yeah, but we, can you guys have the other hear, one? Yeah, but can can Gandar hear what we're saying on the conch? I mean, you you have to activate it, but that's a good point. It does form a magical connection to him, and considering that scrying spell was a little dangerous, maybe we should. And he just crushes it in his. Oh, oh. well, okay, right, never mind. Uh, we're just gonna that does that, um, and um, I guess we will. If we see you again, we see you again. Azor kind of appears and is like, "Well, I mean, I can just treat him like the crew, and it's." Like the other stuff. And so he presents a stone and act, adds Torin as a crew. Um, <laughs> to then, so now Torin can kind of communicate. Right. Yeah. Like through the ship. Through the ship. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. And then Azor will be able to ping you all. Okay. Azor, uh, Azor don't uh, tell Torin where we are, no matter what. Okie dokie. Okay. <laughs> or Jill. Oh, yeah, definitely not. See, oh, we are bonding. <laughs> I really love that for us. <laughs> so good. He just feels so much more comfortable and he's able to express that himself. That creative outlet really mm-hmm. did something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I want to go to the castle. Yeah, let's go to the castle. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Torin, you're, le- you're <laughs> leading with... I want to go to the castle. I want to go to the castle now. <laughs> I want to go to the castle now. Um, Torin, before you go... What? Torin. <laughs> Torin, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Torin. Yeah, what, what's up? Yeah, before you go, uh, did you, uh, we had you researching where Gandar was and that's, yeah, but I also asked you if you knew anything about the Fluxion Empire. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything like that? No. Wow. wow okay. Must have spelled it wrong. Dang. That great content that we made. That's right. <laughs> F-L-U. Oh, okay. We're not doing it again. We're not doing it. <laughs> All right, that's great. Uh, Sorry, it, it just, it's, it might predate Hearthspace's written history. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, travel well. All right. My yeah. friend, uh, fellow crewmate. Jen has already, like, is on yeah. her way to the <laughs> castle. Yeah. Yeah. Torin just looks at you and, like, turns and walks away. <laughs> that went well. I run to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pete, everyone described their jackets, so I'm going to describe my jacket. It's, yeah. a, it's a faux leather trench with a nice scarf and maybe some like earmuffs some like fuzzy black earmuffs oh nice are you not gonna wear the um the displacer beast uh oh yeah oh well i was going to but like jill said we don't um know these people no, so fine. i don't yeah, yeah yeah we don't know them like god that. forbid the one motherfucker you stole from oh, <laughs> you run yeah. into them yeah Ugh. Yeah. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I wouldn't do that to you. Mm. That was not convincing. You rolled a nat one on that. <laughs> <laughs> Your head bobbed too happily after you said that. Uh-huh. And it yeah. made me question everything. Wonderful. Um, so you all go to the castle. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I just move. <laughs> Great. So as you are walking through this village, it feels a little provincial. Um, whereas prior to an experience like this, when you were in um, inverse space with Thistle, these people are not afraid of you. You see a mix of various ancestries, such as um, you see a couple of dragonborn. Oh, hey, girl. And <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> but they um, all talk. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, <laughs> it just comes out of me. Uh, and then there's, um, there's uh, a bunch of gnomes as well that are kind of uh, just tending fields and working about and hmm. living, living life. And they, they kind of look, look, look a little puzzled, but they, they kind of wave. No one, no one kind of stops you, but it doesn't seem like anyone's scared of you or anything. And you're able to make your way to the, to the castle. There's no like major wall or anything like that. It's just like, there is a, what do you call it? A um, moat, portcullis, drawbridge. Gatehouse. I think it's a portcullis. Yeah, like yeah, a, like with the inner part with like a gate me and that Lisa lowers immediately down. grab our phones to Google. <laughs> I'm not a spell that. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm... it too. Portcullis, the grate that comes down over the archway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's right. How big is it? Is it big? Uh, it's like the one in Shrek. Not that big. Oh. I mean, like it's. It's big enough to, like, you could fit a caravan through it. Okay. Caravans come in many sizes. Yeah, it's as big as the one in Shrek. <laughs> Huge. It's really big. This is the castle from Shrek. <laughs> it's the castle from Shrek, but more open and accepting. Of, some of you may die. Some of you oh. may work. <laughs> and as you approach, you see guards, but they're they're just kind of like looking at the gate. They're not armed and they're not wearing armor but they're definitely posted outside one is a human woman uh, appears to be in her late 40s and then the other is a uh, dragonborn male the first dragonborn male i've ever introduced and um, <laughs> which i don't I was, Do you want to talk was, about it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just Huge thinking i was like show. yeah this is, a, this is a big moment for some reason i've never i don't know why <laughs> I but. think it's because, like, Housewives has been such a core component in yes. my mind with Valkyrie that I never, like, thought about it. There are only Housewife dragons. <laughs> well, I mean, it. a little bit of lore sharing, but, like, Valkyrie is a matriarchal society as well. So it does kind of help. Anyways, it's a male dragonborn, and his his horns are extra long and kind of, like, up. And he appears to be a topaz dragon. Ooh, pretty. A little, little translucent. Wait, that's I could have been a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Why does every episode is like? Wait, could I have been that instead of? Like, <laughs> no, because I'm learning all the options. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm learning. Well, we 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 did talk through it, but as you mentioned in one of the talkbacks, there was that picture of that copper dragon board. Yeah, it was the really photo badass. really got me. And you were like, "This is." Me. It was like in a fight position, and oh, it was yeah. Like, ah, with the mouth, it was so dope. Powerful, the, like yeah. wind in the hair. It was Ugh. so good. Yeah, good. Uh, and so, as you approach, the woman goes, "Hail, friends! Oh, how how uh, how goes the day? What brings you to um, to this uh, portcullis, which I definitely know the name of? <laughs> Hail, bitch! Nice to meet you. Oh, bitch! <laughs> no, it's like in a fun in a 
Oh, okay, yeah. Love of endearment. Yeah. Oh. I call everybody that. Where do you hail from with such fun customs? Well, uh, we come from hearth space. Have you ever heard of it? No, never. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Great. Well, um, have you, uh, have you come to, uh, learn more about our way of life and culture here? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, if I, if you haven't been greeted yet, let me be the first to greet you. Welcome to Vant. It is the space of the late and great Unduul, and we, we are here to just carry on his name in the end of days. Yeah, we noticed uh, coming in that uh, things look a little um, less, uh, they just like don't look um, great. And I mean that in like a good, a good, a good way. Like there's a sort of like kind of derelict thing that you mm. doing with this. I, I wasn't sure about the usage of the word bitch, but the usage of the word derelict, I really do understand. Good. good. Um, I agree. It does have that vibe, doesn't it? Um, I'm actually not originally from this planet. I did migrate from one of the, one of the now kind of like wind scarred and cragged planets. I came from Atat, actually. Atata? Atata? Um, Atata? Yes. Atata don't what? Don't at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> and, she, and then she continues and she's like, you are now currently on a planet called Axiom. It's the last hospitable planet, but we're making the best of it. Uh, this person, what is this person's name? Oh, what, what is your so name? Rude of me, I to not introduce myself. I'm I'm Albie. Albie, it's lovely to meet you. Can I call Albie? you Al? I mean, it's one syllable difference, but yeah, I, sure. We we're friends now. Yeah, um, my name is Peak. Lovely to meet you, Peak. Yeah, um, I'm Flandel. Oh, Flandel, lovely. I'm Jen. Jen! Mm. Jen of awe, if oh. you really want to um, be formal. And then I look over at the other dragonborn, and I do a pose. This other dragonborn does another pose, and it's like, hey, <laughs> um, with like one arm popped out, kind of like matching your energy. I'm Craig. Hi, Craig. Craig. <laughs> Fantasy Craig. <laughs> <laughs> A topaz <laughs> dragonborn. He poses to match your energy. On a, I'm crying. <laughs> we're just like we're in a, a fantasy. We're in a fantasy of like space created by a dead god. We meet a uh, a topaz dragonborn in front of a castle. His, His name is Craig. Craig. I love wow. it. So good. <laughs> Honestly, Topaz Dragonborns have very basic names. I mean, also Jen, Jill. You know what I like? The part about Dragonborns that I am making up now is that we <laughs> have very simple first names. I love that. We just look so fabulous that we don't need all that. Absolutely. And Jill. I mean, I, I did choose Craig because yeah. it's Jill and Jill. Yeah. <laughs> and Jill. Absolutely. Sarica. That's unique. Unique, yeah. She's special. She is yeah. special. Yeah. She's a special girly. Yeah. Her original name was Sarah. She dubbed herself. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. She made it fancy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's lovely to meet you, Albie. Um, we need to talk and to... And Craig. And, and hi, Craig. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Albie's much better with the talkie-talkie. Go ahead. Um, we need to talk to someone important or whoever's in charge. Oh. <gasps> 
we have a very um, kind of an important mission that might help all of you. You want an audience with Leader. Oh, that's so great. Oh, yes. Um, Leader loves meeting people. Leader's that's name suspicious. is... <laughs> Leader's name is Am. Am? Um, yeah. A.M.? Like Am. the morning time? What? Nothing. <laughs> I only understand Derelict and this new version of bitch that was introduced to me. That's perfectly fine. Go, go slow. Go slow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, Am, um, yeah, he's uh, he's leader. Um, but he, yes, uh, feel free to follow um, the path into the castle. He is in the throne room, but it's not intense like that. He just, it is a comfy seat. And so he's just always on his feet. And so when he's in the castle, he just sits there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, of course. you around, I guess. Are you hungry? We just had a lot of pizza. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah oh, Flandel wants... Oh, no, we're good. What do you have? No. Is it inside? Um, no, 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 I have them. And she pulls out a, like, kind of a little baggie of... They look like berries, like little little deep blue and purple berries. And it's like, yeah, got some, got some space berries. Wow. What, space what berries. Do, do those do? They give, like, a little bit of, like, mind clarity. They're really nice. Like, just a mild effect. It's like, I don't know, it's just what we, we eat in the morning to kind of start our day. Some people say that it's like, oh, we shouldn't have a chemical dependency that we, like, rely on every morning in order to feel normal and then uh, pretend that when we don't have it, then we're cranky. But, like, I don't know. It's a way of life. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. I'll take them. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It just grabs grabs it with his little suit. Great. Yeah. Do you eat them? Yeah, I do. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, no. All of them? <laughs> no, like three. <laughs> oh, she, she kind of stopped. She's like, just just do just do one. Like, you don't want to be wired. Oh, okay. Great. Um, wonderful. Um, can you give me a constitution saving throw? <laughs> oh, no. 14. Your body naturally rejects it and spits it out. Oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. That's really embarrassing. Uh, I just... Oh, it's it's okay. It's not for everyone. Huh. Um, it's just it's a fun little pick me up, and it satiates you. That's fine. That that one's that one's for the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Thank you. We'll go see your your leader now. Um, thank you so much. Okay. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Bye, Craig. <laughs> bye, Craig. Bye, bye Albie. Bye, Craig. Bye, Albie. Bye, Jen. Bye, Peak. Bye, Flandel. <laughs> <laughs> I love those two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I really shat the bed there. I spat that food out. It's not your fault. I think it's for the better. Okay. Looked kind of icky. It, uh, it's if they are dependent on it. I don't want you to get dependent on it because we are not coming back here for those berries. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult grocery run to make consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To a leader. Um, uh, so you are walking through and everyone can give me a perception check. There's sure. something strange about... Something strange. In a giant castle? No kidding. Seven. Ooh. Seven. You. 24. Ooh, that's a... Um, that's a 15. Um, only the 24 gets it. Work. <gasps> you see a figure in robes that were matching the people that were also wearing robes, but you get a vibe from this person. And you kind of realize it's like, oh, they look really familiar. 
and you're trying to place it. And with a 24, you realize that this was Ark. (laughs) This is the guy from the storage. Oh, Oh. And he's just over there in the corner, kind of like tending to things. And you can see that he's actually, he's got some of the crystals on the desk and he's trying to like, like you see little bright lights come up as he brings a couple of them together and they like push away like magnets that are opposing one another. He's like, hmm. Do you point it out to us? Architecture is beautiful. <laughs> it's really crazy in here. I like the... I like the robes. Sort of like a gothic really comfy. thing. Yeah. I mean, as you all are observing the castle, right, it's... The, the the masonry is very it's very smooth. It's almost like it's all limestone and just beautiful and acid washed. And you you can really see the natural variation of the stonework and the nearby quarries. Um, you get the feeling that like they just spend a lot of time um, taking really good care to try and make things flush, but still have the craftsmanship of personal touch. And so there's there's engravings of um, channels up in the top for like kind of the buttresses. Mm-hmm. I think that's a word for castle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and it, it it kind of it's these these rods that kind of weave in and out, much like the rivers do around them. And it's gorgeous. Sorry, I'm debating if I want to talk to this guy. I feel like you put him there for because you want us to talk to him. I don't really want to talk to him. Uh, you don't have to talk to him. And I I will just say as heirs, I did not necessarily put him there for you to talk. Okay, we're moving on. Yeah, cut back to the storage wars when Harris was like, leave the guy alone. Leave the <laughs> alone. cultist alone. You're never going to see him again. <laughs> Stop asking questions about the cultist. <laughs> okay, hot. I say nothing. Um, to be fair, you did gain a lot of information about how he is a cultist, and so... That's right. By you just saying <laughs> he is he's a, a cultist. cultist. <laughs> and then yeah. saying his name, and we were like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, like, yeah. There was a lot to manage in that episode. There was. Yeah, we're doing was great. Something. You did great. Thank you. Um, he bought the crystal ship, the really nice He did. One. Yeah. Wow. It's expensive. Mine. Right, well, Looked up. It's fine. <laughs> we don't know any of that, though. Um, um, so we head towards the leader, I guess? Yeah. Take me to your... Sorry. As you go in, the throne room is right beyond the entrance into the castle. And you go up and you see kind of a shorter man on the throne, legs kicked up, kind of like just over the side. And he looks like he's really lounging in that throne. And there's a couple of attendants around him. um, And they're all in similar kind of like dark robes and just kind of like talking. It seems like they're having just like a work chat, you know, when people are just like kind of engaged and task focused and trying to figure something out sure and as you walk up one of them kind of elbows um the person at the throne and uh he looks up and is like oh hello i i not used to strange faces in these parts uh welcome hi greetings and salutations the glorious M, we thank you for seeing us today. And Jen does a deep ass bow. Whoa, give me a performance check. <laughs> 18. Wow, it is a very low bow. <laughs> and he sees this and perks up and goes, oh, that's not necessary, but that's incredible. I bet you kill at Limbo. Oh, I have hustled people in Limbo so many times. Wow, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> a very flexible <laughs> spine. Yeah, that's seems impossible to be honest, but that's very cool. 
Um, welcome, welcome to uh, our humble little village. What? How can I help you? And he kind of stands up from from the throne. I was like, oh yeah, good to stretch. <laughs> is he human? He is human. Whoa. <laughs> uh, he looks to be like early twenties. Oh, we're gonna cut to the chase. We were. We are looking for a boon. Mm. Something to help us because we are helping your dead god. Oh. Well, I always say out with the old and with the new. I don't think that he's, he's been dead for a long time. I mean, definitely. But um, all the planets are husks. Wouldn't you want them to come back and have everything thrive again? No, what's, what's dead is gone. But uh, that's okay. I mean, we're, we're here now. But um, um, your planet uh, has no sun. And with no sun... I feel like this is not going to end well for you it's and your planet. It's pretty cold out there. It's like chilly as fuck. Are you all scientists? What's going on here? Kind of. <laughs> yes, I'm a scientist. It's my profession, actually. Okay, well, um, we're doing A-OK here. Thank you for asking. Do you, do you see my eye? Do you see that it's blue? Oh, no. No. <laughs> we'll look he closer. Does not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Heterochromaticism is actually not as uncommon as you'd think. Well, it is for me. Okay. It wasn't always like this. <laughs> so you don't give a shit well, is what you're like, telling I, me. I, I love that y'all are here. You want a boon. My God is dead. And I don't think he's my God anymore. So like... We're not we looking to like just take something from you. We would, we would be down to help you out if you have something. Um, mm. We've been doing... A lot of work, and for you to come here and tell us it's all for naught is um, a lot. It's hard. It's hard to hear. It's oh, agitating as shit. Oh, okay. You're you're all very angry. Um, okay. So, uh, what 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 type? What tell tell me about this boon? What are you looking for here? We don't know. Oh, okay. We aren't told specifics. We're just told where it is. Um, another cultist walks up. <laughs> Um, leans over and whispers into his ear and he goes, Ankh, that's a great idea. Thank you for that. Um, so I think that, yeah, there's a little bit of something that we can get out of it. We've got some really old treasures. We honestly don't use them, but we do have this card thing. I don't really know what it is. Uh, can you go, can you go, can you, can someone... Thank you. And so someone runs off and runs back with like this little, little. it's just a blank gray card. It looks like it's made of the same limestone material as what's outside, but like thin and sturdy, solid. And he goes, this kind of just like changes to the situation that you need it to for representing that you're part of an organization. He holds it up. His face suddenly appears on it and the the shape of the card changes and it says a description of him on there. And it says, am leader of Apocalypsis and then current planet uh, Axiom. And he's like, yeah, it just like changes shapes and stuff and imagine the situation that you need. Does this look like it would be valuable? And it's glowing yellow. It looks like it's a very useful boon for where you need to go. Um, yeah, that would be valuable. Great. Um, well, you said a little, there's a little bit of tit for tat here. Um, yeah, I guess there is something that 
we could use a little bit of help with. There's a, there's another um, there's another group of people out here that don't necessarily see eye to eye with us, and we would do something about it, but like it kind of puts a damper on the revelry and like all the fun we're having here. Um, but like, if you could find a way to just get them to chill out, that'd be super helpful. Could you be more specific by like chill out? I would leave that to your discretion. I would never suggest that you ice someone. Um, oh my God. But if they just weren't around. You meant to literally chill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But like there's tons of ways to chill out. Sometimes I just need a good book, you know. So if we gave all of them a really good book, that would like feel. <laughs> <laughs> that would feel good to you. Sufficient. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if that works, I don't know. I'm just, you're not being very helpful here, dear, for me to help you. He, help me I'm help just, you. Like, I'm what behavior to, in particular are you trying to ixnay? You know what I mean? Give me an intimidation roll. <laughs> Nine. He kind of puffs up a little bit and his eyes glow. His eyes flash silver really briefly, like the same color as the space. And he just goes, his, his voice is suddenly loud. And he goes, hi, you're still a guest here. Thank you. Jen just whispers this to her. Fucking asshole. Okay, I'm looking at Jen and seeing the, the patterns, the ways. Um, they, they, they're happening all over again. So I step, <laughs> step in front mildly and I just say, um, okay, well, maybe it would be helpful to know like a little bit about your organization first and how these... Um, the name of this other organization is is what? Or these people? Oh, they they don't. They're not good at branding. Uh, they just call themselves reformists. Okay, uh, the reformists. And and so, what is the apocalypse? Apo- apocalypse does rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's branding. <laughs> that's branding for you. Um, the apocalypse does. You know, just welcome the coming end, and in seeking out others in the world, we think that we can just prolong this going away party forever. If we were to able to kind of bring in enough outside energy, maybe we can just make this, I don't know, it's kind of kind of exhilarating to just kind of live on the edge for all of eternity. Uh-huh. Endless days of your last. Doesn't that sound fun? Um, it's a unique perspective. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Not too unique. Look at everyone around you, everyone you see, wearing robes, living life, being very happy, welcoming even. Um, Craig just joined the flock like, mm, I don't know, like a fortnight ago. Suddenly having different feelings about Craig. <laughs> when, so um, when, how do you prevent the end though? How do you stay in this like liminal space between the, the stable and the, the end of all things? Um, there's, that's a great question. I think that, um, if you were a member of my organization, oh my we'd love God, to share it. more of that information about you, but otherwise I, I will have to say that's a trade secret. And I know you just want to get your boon, get in, get out. That's fine. I'm not here to change the hearts and minds of people that don't want to stay. That's okay. But if you're interested, I mean, we could figure that out. Flandall. Yeah. What? No, I'm not thinking. I nope. I'm not thinking about it unless you want me to think about it. Should I be thinking about it? No. Is, no. Okay. No, dear. You have a pamphlet or anything I could take Stop with it? Do right. not 
take a fucking pamphlet. Okay. Just how they get you. (laughs) It's one pamphlet and then it's all. mm. Okay. Flandel, we're your family. Knock it off. Got it. I know. I just, a moment of, I don't know. It happens. Yeah. Very persuasive speaker, you know? Thank you. (sighs) Okay, I'm done here. The reformists, what should, where do they live? Yeah, what, what direction should we go? Licks his finger and like puts Gross. it up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, that way, and just points. I guess I don't even know how you'd orient west in a place without a sun, but it's to the west. Okay, you know where they're at by licking your finger. That's um, great. We will be back. Did he hand us the thing already? No. No, we have to go and take care of the reformist. Ah! Process. Um, uh. All right, uh, um, let's let's get out of this castle. Wonderful. And so you you make haste, hurry, get out of there. Yeah. yeah. And I look at them. And I go. I really want to steal that. Yeah. Should we just? I mean, we shouldn't, right? I mean, because we don't do that. But didn't we just? Yeah. Well, we did just. Do you want to see a fun trick? Yeah. I do a tour from your magic book. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want? Take a card. No. <laughs> um, I, I do a twirl and suddenly I have the robes on. Oh. And I look like a different person. I'm a cultist. Wow. Oh. Doobie-doobie-doo. You wanted to see how easy it is to just take it? I feel like we should fucking talk to the other people first. This is... Because if their team, like, bring Andul back, that's good for us. I feel like if they are team bring Andul back, when Andul does come back, he will deal with these people. Okay. Not our responsibility. Absolutely. Okay. See, I've softened. This is what happens when I'm too kind. <laughs> it's okay. It's uh, we've we've also you know we've been through a lot. Should I go and try and steal it? I feel like I should wait for like nighttime at least. Yeah. Ye- I mean, is there even a nighttime? There's where no are sun. you having this, this conversation? We're outside of. The, we're walking and talking. We're of, yeah, like yeah, next to Craig or no? No, no not no. not next to them. No. Good. Okay, great. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm. Actually, Craig is involved. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. Oh, yeah. You, Craig's been with us the entire time. He's pretty, yeah, he must be pretty easy to turn because he's like a new recruit, right? Maybe. Oh, maybe Craig's your in. Maybe he's overzealous. You, oh. Yeah. The logistics of this are very hard for me no. to... Okay, um, so we can point. either infiltrate the death cult and steal the steal it or we can go talk to the reformists and just get them to stop doing whatever it is they're doing oh sweet flandel um he really wants to you want to steal this like so bad we can go and talk to the reformists uh if we if we want i'm just saying that it's an option and i i spin and turn back into peak let's go talk to them and then steal is like option b yeah okay i'm just saying it's there for sure. As you kind of had come to this conclusion, Craig is actually running up to you all okay. and says, uh, hey, um, I don't know if you're, you're, you seem like you're rushing off. I don't know if there's like a time limit on anything, but like if you want to stay, we're having a feast tonight um, and you can just take care of that stuff tomorrow. It, it's always really fun. I mean, we, we have a feast every night, to be honest. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a real treat, I think. Wow, Craig, thanks. That's really sweet of you. Um, we'll have to we'll have to see. We have something to do. If we can make it back in time, we'll definitely join. Okay. Well, it's just like I don't see very many dragonborn anymore. So I it it would be cool. And plus I think tonight's my naming ceremony, so I'm gonna 
I'm really excited. <laughs> that is exciting. Oh, what kind of, wow. do you get to choose the name or does it get chosen for you? You should keep Craig. I love it. It's got a ring to it. Uh, no, I don't get to choose it. Um, Am will just give give us one. All right. Well, we'll see you around. Thanks, Craig. Okay, yeah. great. Bye. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye, Ta-da. Craig. He just trots off. Great. Yes. He's, he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he did a great job. Right. I, was, I made friends. I'm like, that is that is a cult. That is that is a cult. It's a cult, right? And that I thought the cult. other thing was a sex party. <laughs> yeah. That was irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Just to bring it up. I, I could steal it while they're all doing their naming ceremony. That's genius. Wow, that is genius. Yeah. Let's go talk to these reformers now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, how far away are they from town? They're, I don't know. Let's to head the west. To I don't west. know. Let's yeah. head west. All right. To the west. To the west. <laughs> <laughs> Work. With this new realization, you all begin to walk towards the west, and um, the sun doesn't set, but nighttime does approach. And so the glow starts to fade, and you see that there's actually a variation of blue into the dark green space of night that um, starts to envelop as you walk to the west, where the setting mist beckons. Hey, thanks for listening to Queers on Dice, the gayest podcast this side of the galaxy. We really appreciate you. Um, If you could... Give a like, give a follow, give a subscribe, download it, write a review if you want. Give us all the things if you like us. Or better yet, tell your friends. If you really, really enjoy us, you can become one of our patrons on patreon.com slash queers on dice. And we do things like answer questions. We have a great discord. We would also like to give a quick shout out to our current patrons. I'd like to give a shout out to Ube Milk Tea, Chris, Axel, Osner, and Ryan. Thank you all so much for supporting us, supporting queer art and love. And as Hammy says, queer joy. (laughs) And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Did you just change the button colors? I did. Oh, are they different? They're beautiful. Or are they just different colors? This is like a, I don't know if it's, <laughs> uh, it's supposed to like pitch the voice up a little bit. Oh, I don't so know that, if it's actually interesting. working. I this thought is, I heard, I heard something. something, but I don't think I liked it. I, I heard something, yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> is that Eris? I Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Yes, that is the best. That is the best. I want that on my voice all the time. Yeah.